everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of the uh, Level 9 podcast. We got, this is actually a very special episode. Um, there's a lot of news this week, so this is actually going to be part one of part two. Um, obviously, as normal, I'm here with my co-host, Jesse. How are you doing, Jesse? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm fired up. I can, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to just get this podcast going. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a big Pokemon fan, so I'm sure you're just eagerly anticipating the uh, start of this uh, conversation here. Oh, I can't wait. How, what, what have you been playing lately? And then we'll get into the Pokemon. Well, I mean, uh, my friend, I'm not much of a multiplayer guy. I like to kind of stick to story-based games and just diving into uh, that sort of environment. But uh, my pal, uh, best friend, got me into Warzone recently, and I've just been hooked on that, which is crazy. Because like, like I said, I haven't played a multiplayer game in like two or three years. It's just, I get bored of them easily. But like every single night, I'm just running back to my PS5 and hopping on Warzone. Uh, what have you yeah. been playing recently? Yeah, Warzone is war. Like some reason, Warzone just keeps keeps me coming back to. It's the same map, but it's just never. It's always changed. It's always different. Well, hold on. They've added a shipwreck to the new map, so I mean that's something. Oh, I haven't played the new rep in the map yet, but um, I've been playing. I've been playing uh, actually the Mafia, the Definitive Edition, the original Mafia game, um, the remake. I bought the trilogy on. It was on sale on the Microsoft Store, so I've been going through that. I'm having a blast. Have you played the Mafia series? Because I have a. Uh three on my playstation just because it was a have, ps plus game recently and i, I just haven't two, started i played two and i played two um have not beaten i played three but i've not beaten it and i've never played one so it's nice to go back and kind of get like some re, some updated graphics and stuff like that because all three of them about the mafia trilogy of definitive edition all three of them are remastered so the graphics and controls are way better now yeah when i saw the trailer i think it was for three it was giving me serious la noir vibes and i was a big fan of the rockstar's game when that came out a few years ago yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, my girlfriend and I are watching a lot of crew, like true crime documentaries lately, so I just got an itch to play some mafia games. So here we are. <laughs> I wish we started a true crime uh, podcast after this one. Oh man, my girlfriend <laughs> would love it. It's her favorite thing. Yeah. Anyways, the 25th anniversary. That's I'm. I came in. I I'm speechless. That's a long time. I'm 26 now, so Pokemon's been around my entire life. Yeah, that makes me feel incredibly old. I'm 27, and I remember just back in middle school, uh, just obsessing over Pokemon cards and rocking my Game Boy Color, playing Pokemon Red, trying to pick uh, which Pokemon to start off with. Those three Pokeballs sitting on that table, it was the toughest decision of my childhood. Never gets old, that decision. I still, especially after the, after the, the new trailers here, I'm just like, oh man, which one do I need to go with? I'm going to be mulling over it until the game comes out. Yeah, we certainly got a lot of uh, Pokemon things to get excited over with the event on i believe it was friday yeah it was friday the 26th yeah at uh, i think 10 a.m eastern time i was i was up early for that one believe it or not i would normally sleep in and just not care but i had to be up for the, the for this one and it did not disappoint uh i i know you're not much of a pokemon like guy like you know what it is but you don't play too much into it so um, how did you kind of feel watching this direct and kind of what your expectations were going into it? And I guess what, what, what was your, what's your history with Pokemon? Well, I, I was a big Yu-Gi-Oh guy back in right. uh, the day, but it, that stemmed from my Pokemon obsession. I had just a, a book full of Pokemon cards, which I had up until uh, a few years ago, but uh, my Pokemon knowledge kind of starts back in 1998 playing Pokemon Red on my Game Boy Color and then there's a big gap in between. And then in 2016, Pokemon Go came out in that summer where everybody was just obsessed with collecting Pokemon. And that's pretty much the experience I have with Pokemon. I'm not much of a Pokemon guy, but I mean, this 
Pokemon Direct or Pokemon Present, sorry, was uh, definitely pretty exciting, especially for Pokemon fans. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that's somewhere where Pokemon Go. I'm pretty sure that's the closest we ever came to World Peace. <laughs> absolutely like, everybody was just playing pokemon go like and we were just hanging out with strangers trading and stuff like that. it was wild i wish we could go back to that time but i think the only people who weren't enjoying that time were the people who were living at home and just having all of these strangers on their lawns just because there was a certain pokemon in their area and they yeah yeah uh, i mean hey if i if i had owned a house a house back then and there was a pokemon in my area i'd be opening up and send up a lemonade stand stuff like that I'd be like come catch it i'd be having a barbecue putting up signs right like I mean, maybe charge a $2 entry fee, you know, make some money off of that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> With you being a big Pokemon fan, uh, what were you expecting going into this? Uh, and I mean, what kind of jumped out? I'm, I'm sure the new game announced plus the remasters were uh, definitely exciting for you. Yeah. So going into this, I mean, we all, every, all as a Pokemon fan, we all knew Pokemon was going to come out and do something big um, for the longest time. Diamond and Pearl remakes have been circulating around the internet speculation just because they've already made uh, they already made Gen 2's remakes with Heart Gold Soul Silver. They already made Gen 1 remakes with the Leaf Green Fire Red. They already made Gen 3 remakes with um, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. So it was only a matter of time until we got Gen 4 remakes. And I, I, I think it went back as far as like last year, maybe even like members of like this speculation just started. So I was I was definitely expecting that. I was definitely expecting uh, a Diamond and Pearl kind of remake. I was a little worried it'd be more like a let's go mechanic. Um, like let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu. As much as I like Pokemon Go, and I didn't mind let's go Eevee, let's go Pikachu. I not I'm not really feeling that. I like I like the standard Pokemon series where you catch Pokemon in battle, not just catch them. That, that, definitely expecting that. And then going into it, I was I was hoping they were gonna like just lower minds. Like I felt like there was something just big that we were waiting for, and well, um, we got it so uh i'm not going to complain about that at all i take it you're referring to pokemon legends that was announced yeah the pokemon uh, pokemon legends arceus is actually uh what, what it's called so to me like arceus was the first like he he's referred to as like the god of all pokemon so he created all the pokemon he created all the land all the water and all that stuff so that's why i guess they're starting with him on because like so Diamond and Pearl are, are, are held in the region called Sinnoh, which is the fourth generation version. Pokemon Legends Arceus is Sinnoh, but in the past, so it's like a prequel to Diamond and Pearl and how Sinnoh became created and how Arceus created all the Pokemon. Like in Pokemon Legends Arceus, there's no Pokedex. Pokedex does not exist yet. And you're the first person ever to discover the Pokedex, which is a really cool concept if you think about it. Now, I'm just watching the, the trailer again here for Arceus. I'm glad you uh, pronounced that first because I had absolutely no idea how it was pronounced. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about the visuals here? Because that's one thing that I'm a little concerned with. I know it says it's a work in progress here on the bottom screen, but they, I mean, Breath of the Wild came out a few years ago and, and the visuals were much better than this. And then there's just, this sort of reminds me of a, a game that I could have played on the Wii U. The, the graphics just don't really jump out of the screen for me. I know it's Pokemon. I know that's sort of the style they go for, but I mean, I'm kind of hoping they take a uh, Halo Infinite approach and in the future, uh, graphics sort of improves a little bit. Pokemon right now to me is at the stage where they know the like the diehard fans like me want something kind of different instead of, you know, making the same formula. But they also want to keep growing and introduce new people. So, and, so like obviously, you know, keep putting out games like, like the original games. Like that, that, that's going to appeal to me, but that's not going to appeal to someone who's never played Pokemon before, or that's not going to appeal to someone, you know, like a, a 10 year old or an 11 year old that's never played Pokemon before. So they kind of do, they're kind of doing both. Um, the, the, the art style 
uh, we'll talk, talk about the art style for Pokemon uh, Shining Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond first, the remake. It's a, it, 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 it's a chibi style kind of art style, which I know a lot of fans are upset about that, but I'm, I'm okay with it because the original games were that too. And they try to stay as true as they could to the original games. It's kind of updated to a bit more modern graphics. So I'm not going to go too much into detail. That's kind of what it is. It looks like uh, Link's Awakening kind of vibes on the Nintendo Switch. I don't know if you ever played that, but the graphics for that game kind of like really just resemble that. And I mean, for a game like that, for, for, for a game of that quality, it's not that bad of a deal because like back then it was 2D sprites, right? So anything they remake in 3D will be better. Um, as for Legend, Pokemon Legends Arceus, I, I, I truly believe the visuals that we saw, um, like... Like for the longest time, like Pokemon Sword and Shield came out, Pokemon fans were screaming like like that was probably the most controversial Pokemon game ever because it was a bit open world, but it wasn't open world, and it was kind of like graph like the graphics weren't the greatest. So fans demanded an open world Pokemon game. Pokemon gave us an open world Pokemon game. Now fans are complaining a little bit more about the graphics and stuff, which I mean, it's the Switch. It's it's it it can only be so powerful, right? Like they, like I'm sure that this game is gonna push the Switch to its peak limits you know what i mean unless the switch pro comes out which my ex from the sounds of it that's when the switch pro would come out because they have Splatoon 3 coming out in early 22 and in early 2022 pokemon legends of uh, arceus coming out in 2022 breath of the wild 2 is rumored to get have gotten pushed back to 2022 or all early 2022 so to me these games are going to be like the launch titles on the, the new switch game and I feel like they couldn't show the proper graphics um, running on that yet because the Switch, Switch Pro hasn't been announced. So they're running, they, they got died down a little bit to perform on like the current Switch, which obviously has reached its potential max at this point. Yeah, I think fans of the Pokemon series uh, have been uh, just anticipating an open world RPG type of Pokemon game, and they definitely get it here. It just uh, I've always envisioned a Skyrim-esque sort of Pokemon game, and this is definitely, it has a potential to certainly be something special. People expect it to be like a AAA game. It's, it's never been a AAA game. It's just been a game targeted towards kids. And then like people like me who grew up with Pokemon just continue following it. Like the main core audience for Pokemon is not hardcore gamers that are going to go out and buy Final Fantasy VII or Ghost of Tsushima or Halo Infinite. Like those are people that are going to buy them, you know what I mean? So they're not, their priority isn't really to make the graphics like like incredible their priority is to make graphics look better and always improve the games but i don't know i'm okay with either way i'm going to play them anyways because i love pokemon so i don't really care what the graphics look like they could have been a 2d game for all i care to be honest as somebody who isn't much of a pokemon fan this game certainly uh intrigues me a little bit with the turn-based uh combat i've recently got into that style of gameplay recently so I'm certainly uh, intrigued to see the direction this takes and what else we see leading up to its release next year. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get more Pokemon, another Pokemon present or Pokemon Direct. I mean, they, they still have a lot to talk about. They didn't talk about Pokemon Sleep, which was announced last year, which is an app that you, like an app you use on your phone. It's like Pokemon Go, but you catch Pokemon while you're sleeping or something, and they're kind of developing on that. They have Pokemon Smile that just came out, which is an app on the phone for like little kids so when you're brushing your teeth there's like a mini game while you can brush your teeth type thing so there's there's a lot more stuff that pokemon has up their sleeve that they have not released yet um or even talked about fully so i expect to see another pokemon direct probably i'm going to say probably in the summertime around e3 um because i feel like the the diamond pro remakes will launch in like november which is normally when they launch so i'll probably see another pokemon direct that kind of goes a bit more into detail 
maybe, maybe not maybe not the legend one because I feel like the legend one might they might wait till like February Pokemon Day next year um, before they kind of talk more about that. But for the 25th anniversary, I'm not disappointed at all. I mean, like this whole week has just been Pokemon stuff. They released new Pokemon gear. They've released um, new Pokemon updates for Pokemon Go, for Pokemon Masters, for Pokemon Short Sword Shield. Like they just, uh, they're, they're just pumping out everything and. It culminates with the uh, Post Malone concert. <laughs> yeah, that is still the strangest collab I, I I can remember listening to in recent memory. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm I probably will not watch it live. I'll probably watch it later because I mean, it's not like a priority for me. And then, um, like if it gets spoiled, it gets spoiled. I don't really care. But I know I I know you were kind of hesitant on talking about talking about this on the podcast because like Pokemon isn't really your jam. But man, Pokemon like if you watch my recent YouTube video, um. By the way, you can go subscribe to my YouTube channel at Hidden Sacrifice. Um, Pokemon is my third favorite franchise of all time. It actually might be number two. Um, it's definitely climbing up. It's just n- nostalgia and just like the concept of it is just something that I will always cherish. And like, you can just ask my girlfriend. I was literally just sitting while she was making supper. I was literally just sitting in the living room watching YouTube videos of the trailer again and direct again. And I just was so happy watching them. <laughs> you mentioned nostalgia. How about that? Uh three or four minute intro to the uh, Pokemon Presents that was sort oh. of a going through the generations of Pokemon and all of its fans. That was all kind of feels right there. I was in, I was like, I was so overwhelmed with like happiness and just thinking about all the good memories I had playing Pokemon back in the day, like all the good memories of me playing Pokemon on the, on, on the bus with my friends on the way to school or, you know, having having friends over, uh, having like, like, tur- like tournaments and stuff like that, or even just trading Pokemon back and forth, you know, like we work so hard to get a certain Pokemon and then we finally get it and we trade it with a friend. Um, yeah, like, I don't know, that, that just kind of gave me chills down my spine, even just thinking about it again. Fantastic. And it, it, it was kind of cool to see all this, all, all the different ways Pokemon kind of got involved. Like people think about Pokemon and think about the anime and the games, but there's a lot more to it. Like, as you see, there was a mic for Hey You Pikachu, which you put on the end of your N64 controller. I do remember playing that game. And you, like, you you literally commanded Pikachu to do a move. You were like, hey, Pikachu, Thunderbolt. And he would Thunderbolt. And that was an N64 way back then. So, like, Pokemon's always been innovative in that way. And just watching that again is kind of really, really cool. Yeah, Pokemon and uh, Nintendo have always been sort of ahead of the curve with their accessories. I know Nintendo just has countless accessories that were way ahead of its time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Pokemon like Nintendo's has always been innovative. I mean, Pokemon is the highest grossing media franchise of all time. Uh, their estimated revenue is a hundred billion dollars, so they're always going to find ways to, you know, like like Pokemon has the ability to try something. If it doesn't work, then back to the drawing board. It's not like they, they it's not like a hit or miss. You know, what I mean, like if they don't hit it, they're not going to go bankrupt or anything like that. And the crazy thing to me that it's still relevant to this day, like you, you mentioned Yu-Gi-Oh earlier and Yu-Gi-Oh is still kind of relevant, but it's kind of died off a little bit where Pokemon just keeps seeming to bring like bringing new generations in every two, two or three years or so, which is really fantastic. Now going from Pokemon Legends, I'll transition into this next game. One of my favorite aspects of No Man's Sky is just going around each planet and investigating each of the incredibly strange and unique animals that you can see on each planet and we got pokemon snap which definitely reminded me of that how do you feel about the new pokemon snap game coming out later this year have you ever played the you put the original one on the n64 i'm assuming not right i have not no right so it's it's very similar it's an on the it's an on rails kind of game so you like it's not free roam when you walk around like it's literally on rails um you don't really control where you go um 
but the point of the game is to take pictures of Pokemon and get like really cool pictures to get points and you need to get a certain amount of points to unlock the next area. So I don't know if you've seen in the trailer, there was a Venusaur on top of a rock and as it was jumping into the water, the guy snapped the picture and that was worth like a four star point or something. So like you, you got to find creative ways to get the Pokemon to kind of interact with you like they had berries and apples you can throw it to them and they can start eating um there's some battle scenes where you can catch pokemon battling each other there was this thing i forget what it's called i think it's called like a lumino ball or something where you throw it and it makes the pokemon glow so at nighttime if you need them to if you need to take a better picture of a pokemon you can throw that and kind of make it glow and it's just it's it's, it's literally just bringing back like the, like pokemon snap was one of the first games i've ever played my first console ever was an n64 and it came with mario 64 pokemon snap so Again, the nostalgia is hitting hard with that, and I'm super excited to play it. Um, it looks gorgeous, too. So the water looks fantastic. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect to have any of these games really jump out uh, to me and, and interest me at all. But uh, Pokemon Legends and Pokemon Snap, I think, have the biggest chances of kind of pulling me and uh, new uh, members and fans of the series in. We also got uh, remakes of the Nintendo DS's Pokemon Diamond and Pearl from 2006. Let's go. Uh, are you most uh, pumped up for those two games coming out uh, later this year? I'm always excited to play Pokemon games. I don't care. Like I, I like the thing with Pokemon is I can go through it like 10, 15, 10 20 times. And then it's like, it's different every time. Right. Cause you can always have to pick a different starter. You can always have different teams, etc. Um, Diamond and Pearl was one that I didn't play like thoroughly. Like I didn't really play too much of that. Cause I kind of that area of stage in my life, I was kind of getting out of Pokemon. Like I think I was around, like going into seventh grade, eighth grade, and you know, I was too cool for Pokemon then, too cool for snowshoes, too cool for toques and stuff like that. So I was kind of in that phase where I, you know, I still like Pokemon, I was still interested, but I didn't really want anybody knowing that. So I didn't play any of those games. Uh, Diamond Pearl kind of skipped over. I skipped over Platinum. I skipped over Black and White, Black and White 2 um, as well. Um, but obviously, obviously, I've gone back and played those games again. Um, I, I, I got drawn back in with X and Y, but. Um, I think, yeah, X and Y was one that drove me, drove me back in because I, it was it got released when I was in college and one of my best friends, uh, Chris, he actually went out and got them. And I was like, you know what? It, it's okay to like Pokemon at my age. Like this guy does. So why not me? And that's how I got back. So I obviously went back and played Diamond and Pearl and just to see it like in a, in a different art style and kind of see, kind of see it um, in like a, I don't know, a more colorful art style than what the actual game was. It's super nice. And um, obviously... It's not Sword and Shield, Sword and Shield graphics, which is what everybody expected it to be. They didn't think Pokemon was going to go back to that, but they they try to stay very true to the original with the chibi forms, um, and like the art style is very true to the original series. So I got no problem with the way it went. And now, lastly, with Pokemon Day on February twenty seventh, what's one thing that you would love to see that probably won't happen, and then one thing that you think will very likely happen? Um, I think always had to see was released in the pokemon direct but if um i were to see anything i would like to see some games come like like some games come to the virtual console on the switch um whether that's you know like like uh, emerald or you know like ruby and sapphire just come just come on the switch and given like people the ability to play through the original games on the switch maybe release the original diamond and pearl on the switch I don't think they'll, they would do that because that, the games wouldn't sell, obviously. But um, I would like to see some Pokemon games on the virtual console. And I think that is probably the most likely one to happen. And I don't think all of them will be on there, obviously. But I do think you might see one, two, and three, the generations, first generation, second generation, third generation be on there. 
and then because I think fifth, I think they're going to hold fifth close to their shoulders, obviously, because that's the next one to be remake. So I don't think they're going to want to pr- promote that one too much, just like they did with Diamond and Pearl. Like if you look at it, um, pretty much all the po- all eight hundred Pokemon are in Sword, Sword and Shield from all the generations, except the Pokemon from Diamond and Pearl because they didn't want to release them all. Because here we are, <laughs> um, and one that I think that will I want, but that will likely not happen. Hmm. I'll probably say likely. Uh, generation nine like a game like like the next generation of pokemon with a new region new starters new pokemon type thing like that's it's not our it's not the uh, pokemon legends arceus because that is the same pokemon and same kind of area but like a new generation like sword and shield i don't think that will ever happen but i think that's a 2023 thing um but yeah that's what i kind of hope um i wouldn't mind if pokemon legends arceus like pokemon legends became like a new series because from the the title of it it looks like they're kind of deep diving into like these legendary Pokemon and mythical Pokemon. So like maybe the next one could be, I don't know, Pokemon Legends Mewtwo, which is way back in the day when Mewtwo was created or something like that. Like, I think that's the vibe they're going to go off of and no better way to start with Arceus since he's like the god of god and creator of all the Pokemon. Uh, Mewtwo was my number one guy back in the day and then Mew came along in the movie and just destroyed everything. Yeah, I mean, those guys are the original legendary, so they're a lot of people's favorites, right? Like they're, they're the ones you were promoted for the longest time. Mewtwo and Mew. Now if you got I, I'm not gonna name them all because there's a lot, but there's over eight hundred and some Pokemon now. So that's wild. I remember I think that at first there was ninety-nine or hundred and ninety-nine. Yeah, there was yeah, like so, so, yeah, something like that. I think there was a hundred and hundred and yeah, hundred and eighty or something, like, hundred and eighty-two, I think. Um some some something along those lines. So yeah, now they're up eight hundred and there's that, that eight generations. So uh, that, that's like and each generation has two games plus a like two games plus a third one. So that's a lot of games. Yeah, I'm still waiting for a uh, Detective Pikachu uh, sequel. That's that's what I would be excited for. Yeah, I mean, who knows? That would be that'd be wicked. I would not be surprised if that's in development already. I just don't know how they would do a sequel um, because if you play the, like the original game, is based off the movie, or the the movies are based off the game. It like no really way of a sequel, but I'm sure with the success that Pokemon would definitely be up for it. Well, yeah, so this is the end of part one of our two-part podcast. Uh, stay tuned for our next one where we will talk about the PlayStation State of Play that also happened this week. Busy week. Um, but Jesse, where can, they, uh, where can they find you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at Jesse Benoit. We also have uh, the Level 9 Podcast on Twitter at Level 9 Podcast. Alex, where are you on the Twitter? Uh, well, you can find me at Level 9 Podcast as well, or you can find me at AlexLango15 on Twitter. Uh, I tweet a lot about video games. I also tweet a lot about hockey. Um, so if you don't like that, you can just follow us on the Level 9 Podcast and message us on there. Thank you very much for listening and stay tuned for part two of the Level 9 Podcast. Take care. <laughs>